Well, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you can put your moist years into. You Welcome. Know, a mistake we made. Hmm. And I think the people that watch on Patreon will be the ones that appreciate this the most. Is having toys on our on the table in front of me because I just like I just find myself like reaching out. Yeah. What's this I don't know for? if it's a nervous thing. And I well, just like I describe need the it. toy for the audio. Listener. So this is it, it's a little confusing if I'm being honest because this was uh, thanks to our patrons actually yeah. sent it to us. Maggie and a bunch of y'all good boys and girls. Uh, like it's Flash in a car. Mm-hmm. Which He's I don't driving. know that he needs. He the other one's though. Superman in a car, yeah. which I'm also not sure that he needs. Yeah. I'm not against it, though. Nah, I don't hate it. And I like the red car. Who doesn't like a good red car? Who doesn't like a good red car? But and Sam who doesn't like a good red Spider-Man costume? Bing, bang, boom. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is what we are talking about today. Yeah. And for those that don't know, that are just tuning in, one welcome and thank you. But on the show, we like to talk about movies, yep. TV shows, yep. comic books, yep. uh, supernatural occasionally, yep. uh, video games. Yeah. And AI. We did an episode on that. They gave us real deep-seated fears of the <laughs> future and how scary it is. But I'm not scared of the future of I the was, Spider-Verse movies because there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about with these. I was kind of okay with the whole AI thing, and then you guys worked very hard to make me scared. Well, uh, we just read you... What the what people smarter than us are saying, and it may it it really uh really ruined it for me. I'll yeah, tell you. So we're going to talk about uh, Spider Man and the Spider Verse. That's the big movie coming out this week. But before we do that, mm-hmm. um, we always like to get into like what we're into. What are we into this week? Honestly, what I'm into this week is Spider Verse. But I, I definitely have I've been into some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Good Place, but specifically Darcy Carden because they had their mid season finale, which is weird because there's only three episodes left of the season when. They come back. They keep them. We keep them really short, like twelve to thirteen episodes. Oh yeah, definitely hurts. Um, but they are coming back in the in January. But their final episode, uh, you saw Janet, aka Darcy Carden, uh, doing the performance of a lifetime. She was just like, or like, just it was so impressive. Performances. Uh, performances yeah no she she did she pulled some orphan black style like acting like the acting chops that it would take to pull off orphan black she did in one episode all by herself like times a million it was so incredible and she did such a good job and i if you guys aren't watching go place you haven't been watching that you haven't been listening to this podcast enough because i've been talking about it uh nonstop because it's amazing can't stop won't stop can't stop also super smash bros ultimate i picked up and i wanted to do an episode like review on it but it's hard to get all those characters <laughs> but the story mode does deserve props i still think brawl is the best story mode because it's so cool that like they chose like okay we're paying off these characters and we're gonna see what they're like together and there's actually gonna be some like uh cinematic cuts and everything the way you do it in ultimate it's like a board game and you're working through it which is still fun and they yeah. get the way that these uh, spirits are used. I at first I was like mm, not on board, but it basically is like these cool power ups that you get to add to your characters before going into a battle, kind of like items. Some are items, yeah. but some are other like uh, advantages or disadvantages or whatnot. Like it, it's cool, and you can work to power those up and make your character stronger. So it's like there are actual like incentives to keep playing the game, which I think like yes, this is that's probably what you wanted. You wanted this game to have every part of it to have a replayability, which it already was because yeah. it's Super Smash Bros. It's, everyone's going to be playing this at, at, in every basement across America and the world. But yeah. um, I, I'm very impressed by it's how they pulled all this off. It's crazy to me how like intense video games are getting. You know what I mean? Like uh, Red Dead is another Rockstar game, and it's a full game. It is bigger than a majority of games. Mm-hmm. And then they just rolled out the beta for the multiplayer, which which is a full, its own other full game. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, what, what when you're talking about stuff like Smash and like how robust all that is, it's like, what, what are y'all doing? What, what are those other games that are just kind of like phoning in? What, 
what are you doing over mm-hmm. there? You know what I mean? It's so um, good. You should take on eight years to make a game. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which, it's crazy to me. Like, it's been eight years since Red Dead 1. That is And really it's going to be like eight years before GTA. It's like, those people are working. And they're probably working on it the whole time. Like, you think like, oh, maybe. No, they're probably, with as big as that stuff is, the Fallout games too, it's like, that. I just it's weird to me. Like, like, uh, so what I'm into something yeah. I wanted, it's less what I'm into, but it's, it's, it connects to this. It's like, I'm, I'm sending out the packages for chaos theory volume two. Thank you to everybody who contributed to that. Mm-hmm. You should be getting those in the mail soon, except maybe international people. It's probably going to take you a little bit longer. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying. I try my <laughs> I'm try, best. I try my best. Um, but like, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which like that was, that's feel been, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, that's, that was like a year, year's worth of work. Could you imagine eight years mm-hmm. on, on one thing? It's no, more than one person but it's like geez anyway so yeah so what i want to talk about is i wanted to i'm getting that out those should be coming in the mail soon if you contributed to that you should be getting them soon keep an eye out some people have been letting me know in the discord that you got it which is really great because i'm going to be honest i'm a little stressed about something getting fucked up so (laughs) so knowing knowing that it's getting where it's going and people are happy about it and you're digging it i'd like to know people's reviews even if you didn't like it let me know what what your reviews are Uh, really quick side notes little story so you're shipping stuff out i remember when i was shipping out like my own merch which was smaller scale but it was like trying to like package like like a a couple hundred things and getting it out myself and like that is extremely stressful even if you get a good rhythm down it's still like really stressful and then there's that part in the back of your brain like Oh, the ones that we feel that a lot when you ship internationally. Because yeah. uh, my favorite was I was shipping. If you're listening, shout out. But I was shipping to something to I think it was in Jamaica. Yeah. But th- the address didn't go to a building or a unit. It went to a block, mm-hmm. and it was given a number. So I went through like Google Maps, and I was like, "Wait, this reads really weird. I don't yeah. know what I'm looking at exactly." And I googled it, and I'm like, "It wouldn't show me where it was because there aren't streets that go to it. It just the outside is an apartment block, and it has." Like it, it makes it sound like that's an apartment number. It's like no, it's like it's weird. It's yeah. like it gave you an address to a neighborhood, and it's like it's in there. Mm-hmm. The They'll name, figure it the out. name should be able to get it to the person, not any numerical yeah. like I, I don't know specifics. So I was just like, Jesus, that's awful. So you doing this, it's like even more expensive stuff and in, in bigger packages. Yeah, too. Well, and I'm and I'm using a, a website that helps with the the postage and everything. But like you'll with international addresses, you'll put an international address and it'll just change things. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if this means it knows something I don't know. Yeah, but I'm going to assume the person knew what their address was, mm-hmm. so I change it back to the thing. You know, it's it's weird oh, to ask to them. It's weird to ask for people's phone numbers because they're like, yeah, oh, an international, they yeah. need it. You yeah. need it. You can, and like uh, there's ways you can kind of get around it a little bit but it's like no to get it to the person yes, you need 100%. it and it can really screw stuff up if you don't get it but it's also weird to ask people like yeah I'm gonna need your phone number too it's like why it's like yeah. it, 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 and also even nationally it does help a lot getting that number yeah, yeah so I'll, and also uh, international people anybody if, if there's an issue getting your package just be patient please yeah because, it'll get there yeah because because uh, I'll do my best to, to help out but I'm, I'm one dude one boy <laughs> I'm one dude but I do want to do a special shout out to my wife who's been helping me pack all that shout stuff um, I was like I didn't ask for anybody else's help this year I'm like she and I we got it and then about like two thirds of the way through I'm like this was mean to both of us. I should have asked for more help. This is this was perhaps a little I bit. I did offer. I did say like, hey, you but, want to do well, like but a, the other a person, day? but the other thing, person I'd like to thank is Sam because um, you've been a big, you've been a big help and supporter, and uh, uh, I think, I think 
you, my wife, and my my good friend Ken have been on the front lines of my mood swings <laughs> over <laughs> over this whole project. So, uh, special shout out to you and your oh, support. And you've already done enough to help. I wasn't going to make you pack too. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, so those are those are coming out. I want to thank everybody that contributed. I want to thank everybody that's been helping me deal with this because this has been a harder one. And I uh, hope everybody digs it and likes it. And I hope it gives you a little bit of a, a Merry Christmas. And so the first batch went out. The second batch, by the time this episode goes out, God willing, the second batch should be out and everybody should be getting there some stuff. Also, look, there's like two or three people that there were some snafus with. Uh, like it, instead of an address, it was just their name five times. Uh, so, uh. <laughs> so I'm gonna you're gonna look out for your email. Mm-hmm. Just to, uh, there's only a couple of you, but ch- take a look out on your email to make sure. Um, I can get the information I need from you. Uh, also important when it comes to shipping, you guys who contributed to the $15 or plus uh, bonus Patreon special offer that we did for the Christmas card, uh, make sure you look your, at your emails because I have all your emails from Patreon. Yeah. I sent out a big email. None of them yeah. bounce back. So you guys all have you them. Like a, you also gotten it. If it's whatever's connected to Patreon, I need uh, your shipping information. And there's a Google form that you can just fill out really quick. And if you guys would like, the whole point of this is that you're on our Christmas card with us. Yeah. And to do that, I need photos from you guys. And so it's like... Well, we, some of the photos we've been getting are super cute. They're super cute. There's one... There's a there's a uh, guy and his roommate in St. Louis, and they're uh, by the arch, and they yeah. are... They edited in a bunch of, like, Christmas stuff into the photo. Nice. And some people just send pictures of their dogs. And I'm like, fine. That works. Yeah. That works for me. Cause whatever then, makes you happy. Whatever makes you guys happy. If you uh, don't want to send a photo in, hey, that's fine, too. But just let me know, because I kind of want to get this done... Like, since this is coming up Monday, if you guys are listening Monday, try to send it to me as soon as you can. I'm going to do a big post on social media and on Patreon and in the Discord so that you guys can get it to me. But I'm going to need that soon uh, so we can ship them out so you guys can get them around the time of Christmas uh, based on, like, some other some other factors. Um, it's, it might get a little, it'd be a little bit late, but still put it up on your fridges and then send us pictures because they are looking really good. Yeah. We just did the family photo for us, and it looks adorable. Yeah, it looks great. Also, props to Sam. If you're watching live on Patreon, you can see our Christmas decoration sam did all that it's looking great Thank it's looking you. spectacular i got rid of, i got rid of some of them i had menorahs are surprisingly hard to find in la i had to rent one and then go give it back to somebody. In la of all places in la of all be, places but you know whatever mm. uh yeah so and also as you're like wait what are they talking about what are they talking about uh uh david and caitlin and julie watching them live well Hello. if you want to watch us live uh tune in next year actually but uh, <laughs> uh yeah we go live on patreon.com slash only stupid answers along with other a bunch of other bonus content um, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's... Um, also, this week I was into the Elseworlds crossover, which if you can check oh out our goodness, whole thing yeah. on Patreon, Super TV Showdown, check that out. And uh, we it also fun saw... fun to watch and fun to talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we also saw um, Bumblebee, but we'll do a review of that kind of sort of next week. Yeah. Uh, and you'll see that on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Only Stupid Answers. It is nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's You're going to feel better watching this movie than you did watching the other Transformers movies. Yeah, which isn't saying a lot, but we're, it is it is a genuine compliment. I think it's an imp- <laughs> I think it's an improvement, but in not across the board. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to say nice as possible, just because it's it's not. You know what? If you guys got kids, take them. One hundred percent. You'll have a blast. Yeah. They will have a blast watching this movie. Also, and, also old school Soundwave fans. Yeah, ready for they, that. Yeah, yeah. It, there's your niche, but you're vocal yeah. and uh, yeah. and you're gonna enjoy Soundwave. It's gonna be great. But uh, we're enough dilly dallying because we want to get yeah, into this. Yeah, let's dive into. You want to do spoiler free, mm-hmm. and then and then maybe we can do a quick shout out of some stuff, and then we can go to spoilers. Dope. Yeah, because we did a spoiler free a couple weeks back because we were able to see this a while ago, which was uh, blessed. That was great. Um, yeah. We got to see uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. 
Hashtag Blast. That was really great. Mm-hmm. And so you can check out our spoiler-free, like more in-depth spoiler-free thoughts. I know it sounds weird on our YouTube channel, but really quick, uh, this movie's amazing. If you guys don't know, it's Miles Morales-centric Spider-Man story that involves the Spider-Verse. It's the multiverse. You get Spider-Men and women from different universes coming together to stop a threat. And uh, it's... Probably my favorite comedy, my favorite comedy of like the past two years, three years. Like I, it, it stands out. It's what a. What was big your standout. last favorite comedy? Um, I you know I was gonna say to be fair, Fantastic Fest had one cut of the dead that really got me giggling. What about uh, Isle of Dogs? It's not. I wouldn't call it a comedy though. I, well, I'm surprised that you call this a comedy. It. it I mean, it's, it's very Phil, funny. But it's, would you? It's Phil Lord and Chris Miller, mm-hmm. so they automatically get like a comedy title, like Lego Movie comedy. That's can a I comedy real action. quick? Um, can I just right off the top? Can I get a? I'm just going to get out of my way. My one complaint, and my one complaint with the movie is that I have unfortunately not been able to see it again mm-hmm. since the last <laughs> time we saw it. And I'm going to be honest, it's bumming me out more than I expected. It's uh, like I'm, I, I actually feel like. Man, I feel like I'm missing out. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to humble brag then for a second because I've gotten to see it a total of three times now. You and, bastard. And humble brag. It's been a very been a nice Christmas for me. Uh, but no, I got to we got to see it together at a press screening. Yes. And I've never seen so many just press people, uh, reviewers or what, what have you, leaving a theater overjoyed. And yeah. like the, the phrase everyone kept saying was, why can't we go watch it again right now? Yeah. And I got a special invite from my friends over at Sony. So shout out to Sony because you guys have uh, hooked us up with some cool screenings in the mm-hmm. past. But I got to go to the premiere and I got to run into Shamik Moore and Jake Johnson. Camille Nanjiani was there. He's nice. not in the movie, but he was there. Or he's, he's not. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry was there and that yeah. was really cool. By the way, I know he, I just found out he got his start in the first running of Book of Mormon on Broadway, which made me very happy. He was one of the villagers if, you, if you're okay. familiar with the story of Book of Mormon back, back when Book of Mormon back Book when, of Mormon and Josh Gad he yeah, was yeah. in the first running of that too so anyways that so the point is we missed out uh, <laughs> it was really but it was really cool uh, going to that event also they went like to the he nines with it good for him oh yeah he yeah. does rap he does kinda. rap but it's a different skill set yeah. I think anyway uh, um, but no he um what else did we see there? It, we, we ran into like a bunch of like really cool celebrities. A friend of the show, Tony Revolori, was there and yes. got to talk about it. And it was his first time seeing it, so he was really excited. He took his little brother. And it was, nice, uh, perfect. Uh, and he had a blast. And uh, it was just so much fun. And I actually got to see it this week thanks to our friends at Real D, who give us a lot of screenings as yeah. well, which is, again, very we got, helpful. We got good friends. We're, we're make, we made some good friends in 2018. And um, I got to see it in 4D. If you guys don't have those theaters, it, it's uh, there's only one right now as I, that I know of in LA. Uh, it's at the Regal LA Live. And yeah. that's next to the Convention Center and, Sport, and Staples Center and everything. And uh, the 4D is that it, you get to see this movie in 3D, but also the, the seats move around. There's scents that are blown into, the, into this theater, not yeah. even Disneyland. There's like the temperatures can change there's like little puffs of smoke for explosions and stuff like that yeah. uh, so it gets pretty crazy like the all around this they, I've gotten to see this in a bunch of different settings and I've been very blessed to see it also and uh, but I think my favorite setting is I'm going to be able to take uh, my nephews on Sunday to go see cool. it and I I'm extremely excited the best part about being able to rewatch this is seeing what people's reactions are leaving the theater like I got to take uh, my roommate Darren my brother to see it yeah. when I went to saw the third time and I was so I was actually surprised of how they said it's their favorite movie of the year yeah and i got to take my girlfriend for the second viewing and she just had a blast because she's a big jake johnson fan and nice. so like seeing him be like top tier jake johnson humor yeah it's so good but anyways i got the i've been able to see it a couple times so i've been able to catch more things uh and this movie just it, it requires a couple of viewings because of how many 
things they hide in this film yeah. and how quick some jokes go because you're like no I, I, I may have missed something yeah. so I want to go back and laughing. see something yeah. yeah it's which is not a not a bad complaint well I talked about when I, we did our spoiler free review a couple weeks back I talked about how like um, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie is real special I mean it means a lot to me it's still one of my all-time favorite movies um, but the feeling it gave me, that feeling of, specifically that feeling of like, oh man, I want to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I haven't had that feeling. And obviously it's like, well, you wouldn't have a feeling like that unless it's a Spider-Man movie. But like, you know what I mean? That that like investment. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't really had since that. And this movie gave me that feeling with Miles again. It recaptures kind of the joy, but also the responsibility of being being a hero or wanting to be better or wanting to represent something positive mm-hmm. be a positive be a positive influence mm-hmm. to on the world around you um and it it captures that energy and we've seen at this point since that first sam raimi spider-man movie fifteen thousand origin movies mm-hmm. um and this finds a really interesting it, it grounds it again it doesn't feel like it's going through the motions it feels like it's reinvesting in the idea of discovery the way miles discovers his situation and specifically his reaction to it mm-hmm. is very different um because initially miles does not want it yeah. He's like, I actually, I'm pretty cool with, with the way my life is. Mm-hmm. I don't need this. Even uh, though it's not, his life's not perfect. It's not perfect, but he likes where he's at. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not the same as Peter's journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. And then, and then the other Peters in this movie, cause it is a multiverse movie, their journey is different. And I think that's the beauty of a multiverse story is it allow it, it, whatever Spider-Man movie we get, it will always kind of go back to the same basic arc mm-hmm. you know especially when they reboot and it's another young spider-man um this allows spider-man to deal with because you, you're spider-man is a young character he represents something specific to young people mm-hmm. and you're able to get that through miles which allows peter the freedom to deal with grown-up things yeah. you know what i mean and deal with the idea of like what's it like to be a mentor and i think there's a lot of potential when, when you're really sharp on characterization like this movie is it allows a cool opportunity to be like hey what would this character be like as a mentor which reminds me a lot of the way they treated Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond mm. and it's cool because obviously Bruce Wayne is one side of the spectrum and this Peter Parker's way on the other side yeah well cuz and it, so it's cool it's a cool new energy yeah Spider-Man has the responsibility but he's also kind of like a kid and so yeah. what does that mean for someone who grows up with that mentality being reinforced over and over again what kind of person does that make and it's not a bad person it's just you can understand his point of view but no you brought up the good points cuz I've been able to think about it now rewatching it over and over again it's like how special this movie is that the idea is that really deep down this movie drives home the idea that you can be a good person yeah. like you can like regardless of like you can mess up yeah and it regard it, it just it varies on where, where the messing up is you know yeah. like that doesn't that doesn't you know paint the picture for everybody but like yeah. it just it doesn't cover all bases it's just that um you you can you're gonna stumble yeah but it's it's more about how you push yourself um, and you dig deep and you're able to find that uh, strength in yourself and the people around you and how you the point of the movie is that anybody can be Spider-Man and that's important yeah. that's really cool also comic book fans wouldn't agree with that all the time but it's like that's not the point the point yeah. is that this is supposed to be a lesson for people especially children and it's a really good lesson it's like yeah. not only do you get representation but it's also the it drives home the point that you can be a good person. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's the I think that's kind of like the fundamental appeal of Spider-Man which this movie does a good job of remembering um is is a couple things. One, Spider-Man's just fun, man. I think yeah. that was one of the appeals of that original Sam Raimi 
because there were superhero movies before that. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time you're like, oh, damn, this looks like fun, man. Yeah. Swinging through the city looks like so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the idea of the, again, responsibility, trying to be better, trying to trying to help others be better, um, and being aspirational like that is really cool, which is something I, I hope, like, as a, as a big Superman fan, I hope whoever does that movie next, because I, I think those attributes lend themselves to Superman very well, too. It should look like fun to be superman the guy can fly you know what i mean like yeah, that you don't have be, to hate yourself yeah that should be fun while you also have on a much larger scale that idea okay what what is my responsibility to the world around me mm-hmm. um, uh, american alien does a really good job no yes. not american alien um which that is good but it's uh what, what am i thinking of secret identity Secret uh, identity. Superman's secret identity because uh, you get because the best part of spider-man is like in like the first sam raimi one is showing that he does want to be selfish with it yeah uh and allowing him to be a normal human being with that it's like you can feel like icky about it because you want him to be spider-man but it's like no it's more realistic like you want to do this and you see that he he understands that there's more to this than than monetary gain which by the way if you cashed in you can i think there's a medium (laughs) i know they make a lot of like there's a lot of marketing material within the universe of spider-verse and i'm like man i really hope not to, I know it's like you're a hero, you're supposed to whatever. They should be cutting Spider Man a paycheck for yeah. that stuff. Come on, man. Come on. Like, <laughs> I think he does from the Christmas album. I think that's what he gets in the Christmas such album. Such a good joke. This is such a funny, like you said, it's a comedy. It's such a funny movie. There's so many good references. The characterization is sharp. The writing is sharp. It makes me bummed that Phil Lord and Chris Miller were kicked off solo. It makes me bummed that they're not working on the Flash movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so crazy to hear how many people, like, justified them getting fired from solo. It's like, I get it. Like, no, they don't know how to do a Spider, uh, a Star Wars movie. It's like, man, but maybe you didn't need another one. You know what? You know Honestly, what? it's the same thing with, um, we, we don't need to go deep down this yeah. rabbit hole, but it's similar with the James Gunn thing that, like, fans of the property will eat the people involved alive just because they're a fan of the thing, which is such, so weird to me. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is weird, yeah. Forget the brand. Mm-hmm. What about the, you like it because of the people? That you should care it. about the people. <laughs> yeah, because they are human beings. But anyways, um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller killed it. I mean, Phil Lord is... They made a Lego movie that worked, and so yeah. of course they killed it. I mean, they're, they, uh, it was Chris Miller wrote Phil it. Phil Lord. Phil Lord wrote it. They produced it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's th- there's like three directors. Yeah, which is, at first you're like, what? But yeah. like... Animation I, does that, and it usually works out pretty okay. Yeah, because of how much... Well, it was... It described to me when I did the the 4D screening was that um, somebody who worked at RealD converting it. By the way, a lot of movies come out that are 3D, and you're like, don't even spend that money. I will say, animation works really, really well in 3D. Yeah. Like, I, if you wanted to, if you wanted to pull a little bit of money towards something see this movie in 3D and I would say to you too like I okay. think you would very much enjoy it because there are some parts of this movie like the intro with the graphics where it's kind of showing the multiverse and everything's yeah. glitching out when I watched it the first time I was like oh my god I think I know what a seizure is like this mm-hmm. is what it is and it's like it's a little bit much but when you see it in 3D it's it's much smaller because you know like everything yeah. gets a little smaller in 3D I'm like oh I can see it all now I get what they're doing anyways um, they, but they talked about how the animation is a mix of computer generated and then uh, like freehand touch-ups to a lot of the art which I'm like that's right yeah and this is another thing i appreciate about the movie is that um they did something different with it like you know so many uh what pixar does is amazing and so many other studios just try to mimic that Mm -hmm. and i like animation is such a boundless uh medium that i like people are like let's mess around with it let's add some of the there's a name for those dots the comic book dots There's 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 a specific like term for it oh i just know that the art style is halftone um and uh 
and I don't remember what it is, but they, they incorporate that. Like you said, with the freehand touches, mm-hmm. there's elements that remind you of, of stop motion. Mm-hmm. And so even though sometimes, if I'm being honest, sometimes it's a bit much that visually it's just a lot to like keep track of. Um, it's still God bless them for doing something different and trying different things. And it's, it's a similar feeling to like watching Isle of Dogs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, using stop motion in the way that it uses it. It's like, I wish more people felt, and especially when you're talking about a brand like Spider-Man that is kind of bulletproof mm-hmm. uses an opportunity. Ben days. That's there the term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, ju- I, I read in a review for this. I was like, I didn't know. Yeah. My go to was halftone as well. Yeah. Ben hyphen days dots. That's so they incorporate that in the art and and when it comes to the multiverse itself the different spider people are designed differently also you have just a bunch of spider-man villains that show up it's like do you need to know who they are no who cares yeah. like fans will know and if you don't you're just like oh these are the cool there's a cool which is one. another trick that um uh homecoming did that was like hey do we does shocker need a whole backstory in this movie nope, nope. he can just show up uh <laughs> and um there is i want to get the uh, there's so many actors in this movie that i want to make sure i get this yes. actress's uh, name correct. Uh, she plays. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, but no, her character's name is Liv. And, uh, oh I'm yes, a, yeah. I'm we'll a, talk about more Liv about Liv more in spoilers. And also, I don't think we need to talk too much more because we did do our yeah. spoiler free. But I, I would give this movie a ten out of ten. Like honestly, like there was one criticism I gave when we did the spoiler review, spoiler free review that. Um, or maybe I didn't do it on camera because maybe I had figured it out. I think my stupid brain figured it out by that point. There's a moment well, where um, there's a moment where uh, the dad is led to believe oh, that yeah. Miles did something bad. But then I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And he dropped it. And I was like, wait, the finale of the movie, the dad watches all of that specific like okay. Spider-Man yeah. doing that and I'm like oh I'd probably reevaluate like maybe this isn't what I think yeah but yeah. also I it was it's weird that the dad's there my my only critique I would give it like a 9 or a 9.5 it's basically a perfect movie uh, my only critique is it is a lot um, and in a certain point when it introduces there, it's Miles and then Peter mm-hmm. and when it introduces all the other spider people it mm-hmm. for me it kind of loses track of the parts that I liked which is Miles and Peter mm-hmm. uh, and gets a little bit distracted with how much is going on which is completely understandable because it's an origin movie a team up movie and a big crossover event all in one movie and it nails and it, it it nails all of those better than a majority of those types of movies mm-hmm. normally so so it's a small criticism Catherine Hahn is the name she was uh, yeah. yeah she's the she's political great. advisor in Parks and Rec she's really good she's also in Step Brothers she's, yeah. she's, um, uh, she's so what's his face's wife Adam Adam Scott Adam, Adam Scott's Scott, yeah. wife in that she she's a she's a comedy MVP whenever I see her show up in something I get really excited because she's yeah. really good uh, no that's our rating though so we're getting the spoiler talk because we actually have some questions from you guys uh, Ryu, I wanted to read from Julie Layden really quick as soon as I saw the animation in this movie I knew I needed to see it hopefully you're going to see it next week uh, as a post exam treat that's an amazing treat for yourself I appreciate that you're watching live Julie but stop watching because I don't want to spoil you because I was actually genuinely surprised with how many actual spoilers there are <laughs> yeah, like, there's how many lot. things I didn't know were going to be in this movie uh, before we go into spoilers we do like to uh, read our five star reviews on iTunes. On iTunes. Yeah. So, Sam, do you want to do this first one right now? Oh, that's thank God. Uh, yeah, this is from Fail Day. Uh, great podcast, five stars. It's this whole time. There that's you go. Delightful. Thank there you, you go. for that one. Oh, we also have this one from, uh, uh, it looks like 
Gregre Lua. Yeah. Uh, enthusiasm for life. This is one of my favorite podcasts because Sam and DJ aren't afraid to be passionate about the things they love. They're endlessly curious. And while it's always some something nerdy, it's always something different. They don't assume any kind of background knowledge. And it feels like you're sitting with your best friends in a coffee shop having a blast. They're lovely people and it really shines through. Go give it a listen. I promise you won't look back. That that made me feel real happy. That, me too. That was really good. Um, I'm going to go look at those one, the three one-star reviews we have later. Those are, <laughs> those are going to be for me. I'm really excited about those ones. We don't need to share. We no, don't need those to are share. for Give us. those people a shout out. But let's share some spoiler-filled discussions. So we have some of your uh, Discord thoughts, but right off the bat, now Catherine Hahn, the, the fun reveal of her being... So this is spoilers. Yeah, so oh, if you haven't watched the movie, we're going... This is spoiler yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Her reveal of her character is... It, oh, it's also the line. I, I love the it. The line reads amazing. Uh, uh, how it, he... It's the phrase... He's like, oh, do your friends call you doc, Dr. Octopus? And she's like, no, my friends call me Liv. Uh-huh. My enemies he's, call me Doc Octopus. Well, Oct- the Oct- reveal Oct- is great is that he's locked up and you're like, okay, maybe this is nefarious, but maybe it's not as bad because she's yeah. being so lovely and exactly. so sweet. And she's like, I can't wait to see what this does to you. And my, everyone freezes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's your name again? And like, she gets to like say her name. Yeah. And like, also, her design for Doc Ock is so cool. It's cool. And they do a lot of little things like that where instead of it being... Uh, they they really lean into Miles being in an alternate reality because the impression I get that this is just she's just Doc Ock you know this is just this world's Doc Ock which is also I think I don't know if it's the same character but it's a fun shout out to when I was a kid there was a brief time when Ben Riley was Spider Man and the Doc Ock was a girl ah uh, gotcha and this is and she has purple hair too so mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's probably a nod to that. Um, we get uh, Miles Scorpion which by the way is a sick design for Scorpion and I wouldn't mind if that like. Um, the, if maybe the Matt Gar- Gargan in Homecoming Look becomes like this Scorpion, yeah, I'm totally not? down for it. Uh, we also get Tombstone briefly. And Kingpin's a in this. Yeah. Okay, so Kingpin, um, I saw some criticism online where they're like, if we had to. A lot of a lot of reviews been came to criticism of this besides one person who tanked the IMDb or the Rotten Tomatoes review. There's always one. Because they, they, they don't allow us to be Haters going to hate, man. Oh, Catherine said, I audibly gasped in the theater with Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. no, that was, it's a it's That a was good, a good reveal. It's a great reveal. I did reveal. not expect it coming. Uh, the one criticism I saw was of Kingpin, of mm-hmm. like being like, he didn't, he is the villain, but he doesn't get as developed as I would have liked. And I'm like, you know what, as a, I could see, yeah. but also. I do like his bit when he's clicking the pen and we get a brief like, hey, here's his deal. Yeah. And then we move on. I'm like, that was great. That was effective. You yeah, know? It, no, exactly. So yeah. that's why I'm like, it's not a criticism for me. Yeah. I'd say my one that I had before was that um, I thought that the dad having the coat like the turn of opinion on Spider-Man pretty quick on based on nothing I, yeah. what I thought was nothing was like no he did see something that he can't physically understand like the universe and multiverse exploding I think if you were to change it I think you, you might just not have him called APB on Spider-Man it just, yeah. it, because since we don't get a chance to like we don't save it for another movie and we don't get a chance to explore it here it's like me you could have just skipped over it yeah I think it was a way to not have the dad break down crying because mm-hmm. I he did find his his brother, brother killed yeah. uh it's a way to not have that and still kind of be true to the character yeah. but i think a way they could have fixed it and not fixed it i think they did a great job with yeah. what they did but um at the end i'm just saying we could do better no, was that at, when everything's kind of like stop being sucked into the machine yeah is that the dad then like has been there for like maybe a few minutes he hasn't like just sat and watched the whole thing that yeah. just happened he just sees it so we can understand that like that's the new Spider-Man. Like he's a good guy, and he almost gets sucked in. But Miles like webs him and pulls him in and holds him and like yeah. say and physically saves him. I'm like that. That would have been a cool way to like have now that the dad has to like think about yeah. what he actually thinks about Spider-Man because there's a. But also that uh, is effectively done by him just watching what this new Spider-Man is capable of doing to yeah. save the city. So it's like 
this is just pitches of the same ending. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't quite matter. But uh, high praise to the whole cast. Jake Johnson as Peter Parker. You don't watch New Girl, so you are no. not familiar with. Really, you're not really familiar with. I've his seen him in Jurassic styling. World, though. <laughs> yeah, you did see him in that. Oh, and the Mummy. You saw it in that. Oh shit! I, mo- I mostly did. I slept through a good chunk of that movie. Good call. Uh-huh. Um, and Haley Seinfeld was really good as Spider yes. Gwen. Um, which, also, we're just a quick shout out. She's really good in Bumblebee too. Yeah, she just, is she's, very she's talented, talented actress. Yeah. Uh, but Jake Johnson, his specific brand of comedy is so—it's his line delivery of everything's just like oh, he's like a normal guy. There's a moment where like Doc Ock's like, "Do you know what's happening with the glitching?" He's like, mm, "I don't know." And like, yeah. it's just like it's a throwaway. Like that's not how a normal voice actor would be like delivering this. But yeah. he's trying to make him as everyday as Peter Parker supposed to be even yeah. though he deals with like these uh like larger than life scenarios like yeah, this he, is a spider-man that has seen it all and he he's got he's kind of got a handle on it and he's cre- and he's creative under a like a pinch like he memorizes the passcode he can reiterate it really fast yeah, that's something i really like about this movie because it's miles movie and the movie for the most part does not forget that and it makes you fall in love with miles which is what this movie needed to do at the same time it reminds you why you love peter parker like somebody like me who grew up with peter parker it reminds you like oh this is why I love this character because yeah. most of the versions are 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 on top of the Spider-Man job yeah. if they're not on top of other things. Uh, and I do love that the the Spider-Man and Miles universe, who's voiced by Chris Pine, Chris Pine, which was a great, which was a fun thing. It was just confusing at first, yeah. and you're like, oh, I get what you're trying to do here. And I liked that that Peter Parker is clearly the best Peter Parker. Yeah. Like he is the most on top of his shit of anybody else in this movie. And he's it's got great. good marriage. He's got he's blonde, the, blue eyes. Like, yeah. and he uh, has a bat cave. Like, yeah, yeah, which yeah. no way, no one knew you built that. <laughs> but like, it's a little less believable than like the bat cave. But who cares? Because it's a cartoon. Aunt May is great in this movie. She's because she's capable. Like, yeah. She's got some great jokes. Like even in all of this, she gets a good joke when they're fighting in her apartment. You just see her or in her house, and she's looking around at like all of her stuff being broken. Yeah. You even see Spider Ham just break a dish to have something to stab somebody <laughs> yeah. with. Like that's that's great. Like and she's she's really the and also there's a lot of heart in this movie. Yeah. And the scene that still every viewing gets me is even though in forty you're kind of getting jostled around <laughs> like you're yeah. um uh when. Peter, Jake Johnson's Peter, has to go to Aunt May's house, and it's Aunt May having to see her nephew, who's dead, yeah, and Peter... Basically her son. Yeah, uh, basically <laughs> her son, and Peter having to see basically his mom, who is dead in his world, yeah. and it's, like, that's a... I get, like, choked up, and I kind of tear up a little bit, because it's just like, this is a heavy idea. Yeah. This is a real... It's... You can kind of get the same idea of like in time travel movies where you like someone goes back and yeah, visits yeah, their yeah. parents or something like that. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's and that's the fun of the genre storytelling is dealing with situations that you could imagine happening but aren't capable of happening. Yeah, in, in the in reality. But yeah, even Jake Johnson's Peter, who's like a sad, I'm going to use the term sad sack. He's a sad sack. They just didn't uh, revealed that the Spider Verse costume is one of the new costumes in the new dlc and i'm bummed it's not like shoeless sweatpants yeah it's uh, yeah because that's so funny it's uh-huh. such a it's such a funny visual um he's kind of and i and i like that like because it's a multiverse story you get to tell this story without like ruining peter parker his marriage fell apart which has happened in the comics but for some reason it's less of a bummer here yeah uh uh just i'm, I'm remembering the recap of like 
him explaining his story and yeah. him just progressively getting more bummed at life and like thinking, and just he's he's alone eating pizza when he gets sucked into no, the, he's like broke my bag my i did some, made some dicey like investments like don't invest into a themed restaurant yeah, yeah, like yeah. tgi spideys is such a good joke that's so funny it's like Mar- uh, i had a berry aunt may like uh, my marriage ended like it's like and he's like you know what i always get back up and he's crying in the shower <laughs> and, he, and it's cool because it, it forces him to grow too while miles is learning and growing they still give peter something to do with and this is something that you wouldn't get from a mainstream tom holland spider-man will never have to deal with this yeah you and know that's okay I mean? that's okay too. okay but it's cool that because it's a multiverse we get to have that here mm-hmm. and it's a cool <laughs> it's a cool way of it, it, it honestly like it, it, there is present in the comic for some of the stuff he's dealt with, and I don't like any of that yeah. shit. But in this context, it's interesting, you mm-hmm. know? I love the joke. He's like, so I was at home doing crunches, getting strong. And he was like, just eating pizza. Because you can, you, I can just hear just how much bullshit's just coming yeah. out of his mouth. Like, it's so funny. Um, but like you said, he's able to quickly memorize the passcode. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, he gets the cool... And this is the fun stuff that if you're a fan of these characters that movies doesn't stop to explain but you're like hell yeah man that's spider-man when he's explaining miles like don't watch the mouth watch the hands yeah and you realize like that's that's the they don't even draw the connection but that's what spidey does with the joking he distracts you with the joking while he's busy saving the day Mm -hmm. cool also my favorite joke in the movie is like good news don't need the model (laughs) so because it's like how do we stay optimistic here because you are trying to take care of a kid and he is pretty capable it's like we need to take the i can't get the file because i don't know where it is yeah and Uh, 100 if i was miles i would have grabbed the monitor too and you don't need it you don't don't need need it it. yeah because and also so funny that he's invisible and he's just like walking out you just see this giant computer also really good joke is like selecting a bagel and like (laughs) he he takes it and he's like someone's like Wait, is that Spider-Man? He's like, you know what? I get that a lot. Right. And then as he's running, you hear some woman in the background yell, he's got a bagel. Right. It's so good. Also really good joke. It's like when he's trying to like make out the plan. Yeah. And Miles is like, no, it's actually, the science is actually the lady with the bike. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, oh step, step number three, yeah. uh, re-eval- reevaluate my personal biases. And yeah. then he keeps going. And it's like, that's a weirdly topical, great joke. It's yeah. like, you know, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Spider-Man grew just yeah, right Spider-Man's there. Spider-Man's grown as a person. Um, I, I would, I'm excited that they're talking about a spinoff with... Uh, Spider Gwen, because uh, I, I think we could do more with that character. She's just kind of like the typical super capable girl character. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited that we might get an opportunity to explore her more because oh, yeah. Seinfeld does does a good job with that. Uh, Spider Man Noir is in a cage, so of course he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I and don't he, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna figure. But it I'm out. But I'm gonna figure yeah. it out. And you see, he gets the girl too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got some really good jokes where like they're all like like kind of like meeting about like Miles shouldn't be part of this. He's like yeah. he's looking at us while we're talking about him. <laughs> like you can hear him, and you can hear all these like little like zingers that he makes. These are so good uh penny parker too like she's just so creative i love that she's animated like an an anime character and she's got the same facial expressions and they each have different skills that benefit the little what becomes sort of a heist at the end of the movie and john mulaney too he's got a lot of good it's fully leaning into every stereotypical cartoon thing love it i love such a, we were talking about before because usually when at these screenings they have like a banner up yeah and and we were like hey there's the eyes are on his nose and i think i specifically said well it's like it's just the logo and then when, when the movie's squints. happening when hit the logo on his nose moves with his eyes it's like the eyes are on his nose yeah <laughs> it's it's a little confusing yeah, the eyes little are 100 on his nose but it's a good bit yeah it is a really good bit also they fit in there that he was a spider that got hit, bit by a radioactive pig. pig yeah 
what? What? Like, it's so funny. I definitely want more of... Listen, I didn't hate Venom. I wish this was your... Just a whole animated... And it doesn't even need to be Spider-Verse, Multiverse. It could just have been an animated Venom movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. Because I also... With with, uh, Jake Johnson, Spider-Man. Gotta be so funny. More Jake Johnson, Spider-Man. More Shameik Moore as Miles Morales. More Gwen Stacy, Haley Steinfeld. More everything. Because it's like... It's just so... It's so pleasant and enjoyable and heartfelt and action-packed. I 3D in the final the final fights and you're like wow this I, is dope i love how creative they got with that again all the visuals they get super creative because the the railing's off they also just go whatever fun little easter egg i saw in like the flat when final fight scene also it's really cool when miles gets to fight kingpin alone because you yeah. do feel like i for me every single time i'm like oh he is alone like there mm-hmm. actually isn't someone to call and he at definitely this point. It appears to be the least capable of the spider people oh yeah <laughs> still very capable yeah. but like still comparatively he's very he's beginner this he's is young. a bit this about is like this is five like, days yeah exactly yeah. this is like they three for him yeah this is this is early he just got the suit and it's still wet with paint which no mm-hmm. one mentioned that he probably smells like spray paint yeah. but it's probably cold and um, it, it makes you wonder like how do you breathe in that spider-man mask anyway yeah but got questions but anyways i love the scene where kingpin and him are in the subway the subway gets pulled into like the multiverse part of yeah. it and like you see uh, all the different vanessas and uh kid kingpins that start like popping up and there's one of them that has like dark tinted glasses and he's holding a cane one of the young boys and I'm like that's a fun little thing that you nod get in to there Daredevil. that's to Daredevil. cool there's also a nod to I want to say somewhere in there there's a nod to the Rose which is a villain that's Kingpin's son oh cool um, but not in that scene like it's a it's a newspaper or some, something cool um, but uh, th- there's a bunch of a bunch of stuff I've got to be honest I don't think this is true but having Peter Parker be blonde made me think of Ben Riley Spider-Man because he dyed his hair blonde. Oh, okay. And so it's like, is Ben Riley the Spider-Man in this universe? Because mm-hmm. I'm down. I love Ben Riley. Uh, it's I think- a bummer that he died. Ben Riley can't catch a break, but whatever. <laughs> I think it's just because Chris Pine is blonde. So yeah. it's like, sure. Yeah, why not? And yeah. also it's, but also the joke, it's like, what do you think of his perfect? Like blonde blue eyes. It's yeah. like, it's just kind of like leading into He's basically into Captain those- America, but Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. So capable. So much money. So like perfect <laughs> life. Bummer he died. <laughs> yeah, and it's sad. It's yeah. sad when he dies. And it's they build a cool little... And again, it's one of those moments when that Peter is bonding with Miles and like, like, hey man, I'm going to need your help. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, damn, I love this character. And I love that he's like, uh, he's like, I don't want this. He's like, I don't think you got a choice about it. Like, yeah. I think you, you... And also, it's more of not that he has to be Spider-Man. It's like, you got to do something with this yeah. that is responsible. Also, Spider-Bite is the best Spider-Bite in any movie. <laughs> it's so little, funny. Just, and also, they put the epicness in fair, there. To be fair, though... Spider Bites hurt. All right. <laughs> really cool on the rewatch because it first, like, I mean, we've talked about this where it's like, don't know where Miles gets those powers. The, like, the Venom blast and the, I, and the invisibility. I have expressed that I don't know if the invisibility makes any sense. At least the fact that it also works on his clothes. Uh, the clothes, that's a tough one yeah. to do because it's I like, mean, it's comic booky shit. Yeah. I'm just saying it confuses me. Uh, but for this movie, one of the cool elements where they're actually kind of showing you what is happening one they show that the spider's glitching out so you're like that's yeah. from somewhere Which, else yeah you picked up on because because that was before we introduced the glitching later that yeah. it represents multi-dimensional stuff so yeah. i assume it's just radiation yeah it's, but you pointed out that it's probably part of the multiverse stuff yeah. which i think is really cool so there was someone 
sign like it just like mixing with all these different spiders when it walks around though it walks it, great to have spray cans there no. because when it walks between colors the color of the spider changes yes. just subtly and also it's got like the blue tip so it looks like the venom blast i'm no. like wow there's a lot of effort that you put into yeah. like make this make sense uh and so and also when he gets bit it's the blue like stuff flying through his cells and i'm like this is cool like yeah. it, if does it need to make total sense no but i love it like whatever it, like yeah. at a certain point like if how does peter parker stick to walls through his shoes oh explain, you know I mean? so explain like, penny for you, a second yeah if you start if you start picking apart how spider powers work it's you're just going to go down a whole rabbit yeah. hole so you know what i'm going to roll with it with the invisibility it creates some good gags mm-hmm. um something that we could not 100 talk about uh on our spoiler free and now that it's spoilers and again i'm reminding you of spoilers because i'm going to talk about the end credit scene because i don't think i've ever been more uh happy with an end credit scene because uh, Alchemex is a part of the movie. Yeah. So so early on, I'm like, we're definitely going to get a tease for Spider-Man 2099 because Alchemex was his deal. But it's like, the, the movie's like, I see that. We're going to one-up it. Because they show him, and it's Oscar Isaac doing the voice. Which, for, fun reveal. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and so he's supposed to go back in time. Because they, they imply like there's a bigger multiverse threat, threat whatever. or whatever. And he gets his own watch that lets him do it alone, which I'm hoping it stops the glitches. Which yeah. I think that's why he has that. So I'm like, that's a cool, that's a cool just device you can play around with. Now it's like, what if one of us, one of the Spider People, loses it and they start glitching out in like another reality? Yeah. That's cool. And so he's, they're at the computer asks him where does he want to go, and he's like, back to the beginning, and he goes back to the original Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, where uh, I think it's isn't it like a meme the one where Spider-Man's pointing at something it's, it's at himself it, yeah. it's pointing to he's like when like it, it's when you're making fun of uh, someone doing the exact same bad thing that you do and there's two Spider-Man pointing at each other yeah. and he, it's and they start pointing at each other and, and like, now, no, now it's Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2099 he's like you gotta come with me and he's like no don't point at me like that and like it cuts back to like Jonah Jameson and like some a cop, cop, right? He's like, who is it? Like, who do we shoot? It's like a Spider-Man, obviously. And it's like, yeah. it, what's happening? It's yeah, so confusing. It's so like, it's such a great, it's so great. It's mm-hmm. just a really nice, like a lot of this movie, you can tell that they're, these people are fans, that they get it, that they're, it's it's like watching the best just like Unlimited shows because they get, they cut right to what is appealing about these characters. Uh, uh, it's like a lot of good animated things where where a live action movie would like I need three and a half hours to tell this story an animated movie's like give me two I'm, we're good to go you yeah. know what I mean it's it's the best of all worlds so we from the discord and the patreon like to ask for questions from you guys Danny Boy writes my favorite animated movie uh, and I also saw his tweet said maybe favorite movie of the year and I you know what? It's it's, it's, a, it's, it's a little unfair because it is at the end of the year. It so it's is, like right on. And it left such a good taste in your mouth when you watch it. So it's just like, I think it is my favorite movie of the year. Nice. Just out of overall enjoyment, entertainment value, heart, everything. I think I have to say it's my favorite movie, but we will be doing yeah. our big ranking. We did it on the Twitch show for IMDb, by the way. Just I did, I did bungle at least one of mine. So I, I'll be rectifying that on ours. Same. Yeah. Uh, but Danny Boy says, my favorite animated movie. How did you guys react to hearing Wilson Fisk's voice? Hearing a New York accent was surprising considering it. I'm used to hearing a high society sounding type voice I think doing like full New York kind of like bro-y accent for yeah. Kingpin it's Ray like Donovan yeah. what's, the, what's that actor's name Lee Schreiber Lee Schreiber yeah, yeah. and cause he's it, that, I think he's an Aussie in real life oh that's yeah. I, mean, I, I could see that yeah. too um, but no that that voice works really well because it's like 
He's the kingpin of crime. Whatever you think of New York, you think like broy, like uh, like crime yeah, lords exactly. or whatever. So I'm like, that's what I imagine. Also, so many fun nods that we get kingpin, we get Green Goblin briefly. Yeah, we get but cool. I, honestly, my favorite version of Green Goblin, not, like not, the big monster version. Well, monster version just seems more fun because you can have the guy in the costume. That's still fun, or yeah. like or variants of him. But I like big monster one. Yeah, big monster one. You get Tombstone. You get this version of Doctor Octopus. You get Scorpion. You get Prowler. Man, they make Prowler look terrifying. He's so scary. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mahershal Ali, who's just great in everything <laughs> all the time. Uh, oh, also, I love his. Uh, I love the romance advice with him, and also because it leads to some of the best jokes when his Miles hand sticks into Gwen's hair. Uh, by the way, I don't. Just throwing this out there, I don't need Miles and Gwen to be a thing, just because like Gwen doesn't need to be every Spider Man's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I do like their rapport. I yeah. like their dynamic. I like it, 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 literally from his hand getting stuck in the hair to his whole the whole sequence of him figuring out his powers to like falling out the window and all that stuff. Great, yeah. inspired, so much fun. One of my favorite jokes from Jake Johnson is when Gwen webs him up, saves him in the forest. Yeah, and Jake Johnson, like Peter's, like, oh, you know each other. Very cool. Like it's like a da- it's like a dad like. Like, like running into like his friend's kid being yeah. friends with your kid and yeah, it's yeah. like what stop it stop talking dad it's embarrassing uh harry pledger on still love your name and mm-hmm. thanks for pledging to patreon hey. uh which alternate spider people would you like to see in a sequel i'd love to see superior spider-man and the arachnic spider punk spider punk you know, you know is extremely be, popular so i could see that spider punk's cool you know be really cool is if you brought in because I don't know if I need Superior. It'd be cool if you had Alfred Molina voice Superior Spider Man. That would be really that cool. would be cool. And also he seems down for it. He was on like Rick and Morty and stuff. He does voice He's acting great. all the time. Yeah, he, Alfred Molina's great. I have I have a friend that worked with him. It seems he seems like a very delightful person. And since the art style changes for each Spider person, yeah. Spider Punk would you can already kind of imagine yes. like leather jackets. Like I the, wasn't as uh, I wasn't as on top of Spider Punk, but now that you're the route you're going on, I'm into. Yeah, the, it's mainly the art because when you said Penny you're like Penny Parker's cool because of the super you're like there's nothing to really talk about with her yeah. but it's like that's okay because really it's about the look for the movie yeah. and can she get along and have cool moments like here's a cool little detail you know when they're all up on the wall and they're all um, trying to like hide from Genki yeah like so she does is that Genki because they just refer to him as roommate it is supposed yeah. to be and they're going to get to that later but um, what I love is that they did it's in Homecoming there you far go. From home. his name is Ned <laughs> yeah. uh, but no you can see that Penny can't grab the wall she doesn't have the same yeah. ability so you can see that Gwen and Miles are like using their hips to try to like hold her up up. and uh, there's a lot of classic animation styles I follow this animator who worked on Spider-Ham specifically and he they do the um, they call it like the figure eight the running that like you know uh, Sonic does does, Roadrunner does it in in Spider-Ham does it for a second when he's running back behind people I'm like that's so great that's so cool makes me so happy a lot of little fun references Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Spiders man Spiders Man. Wait, quick pitch for the people who don't know. Spiders Man is a a colony of spiders that believe they're Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's gross. Yeah, it is gross. But I want to do the fun one where he just acts like fun loving Peter Parker. But meanwhile, spiders are like dripping out of his mask. There's no way I don't. They don't do Japanese Spider Man. There's like Spider-Man. I don't. Man. I don't think there's any way they don't because so all, all you do is you get the animation from like say like it's kind of like uh, Penny's animation sometimes, yeah. but you do like you go even harder at it. Like you have like the full like transformation like uh, powering your stuff yes, and like 100%. doing the Megazord and everything also Cowboy Spider-Man just I'm trying to think of like what- Cowboy Spider-Man was cool in that Vault of Spiders one I would really like more with Spider-Man 2099 we teased them I'd like to do more with them I honestly I'd like him to have his own spin-off animated movie mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool I wish I hope maybe part of Sony and Marvel's deal would be cool to have a whole animated 2099 
world mm-hmm. like the, all those characters i, I don't need i don't the computer, need them by the way do you know who the computer is I, I think it's just i think in the in that comic it's been so long since i read it i think that comic he has like a computer assistant mm-hmm. so i think it's one of those it's like the like skeets for booster gold mm-hmm. kind of situation um but question for you sam mm-hmm. we're gonna get a sequel uh 100 i shouldn't say that i'm gonna jinx it uh but uh, more more likely than not we're gonna get a sequel do you want it to be more multiverse shenanigans or do you kind of want it to be miles and maybe another spider-man shows up but it's it's a miles movie i think miles um but we get to explore other dimensions i think that okay. it, it's a it's miles centric but you get to i think one cool aspect is seeing uh, Miles, like you get to see how he's established himself in his universe. Yeah. But what's a way to switch it up is you go to uh, six, like the older Peter's universe. I think that would be an interesting way of kind of switching cool. it because that's supposed to be like in like the they show a diagram of all the universes. It says yeah. Earth six one six, so it's like that's a future version of the one that we read in the comics. So sad Peter is supposed to be main Peter. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, which hey, why not? Hey, hey you, sir, he makes uh, up with Mary Jane at the end. That's cool. What um. It, oh, hopefully, but yeah. you know, uh, he try. He's trying. He's, he's trying. Uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing him going to a world where it's like there's a more established uh, Peter Parker there. But I think it's and, and seeing how Miles like deals with that. Like I would like more of Jake Johnson's Peter Parker, and it's as much as I, in some ways I'd kind of like a Miles movie. I still like that dynamic so much that maybe he gets to stick around. Yeah, but I'm hoping since they're talking about spinoffs and stuff, maybe other movies get to handle like. The multiverse shenanigans mm. and miles just gets to be miles you know uh, his origin though has become the most epic like spider-man origin 100 yeah, percent. it's and it's great even a great joke about it's like wow there's a wicked origin story yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this such is such a good bit now, yeah uh and also having oscar isaac there because he seems established like yes. they he seems like he knows what he's doing yeah so having him and and peter like specifically like jake johnson and oscar isaac that sounds like a crazy combo that i would love to see together yeah and also miles like I would like to see Miles with more confidence. Like, I want to see, like, what, and, and, like, how, uh, because you see it near the end because he, he can, like, he can put it on because it's like he knows that he needs to save these people. Yeah. And I want to actually see that confidence with these other, with these other characters, too. It would also be cool because the kind of way they set up Spider Man 2099, it feels kind of like, uh, he would bounce off the other characters the way Oliver does in the CW crossovers, where he's kind of just like, hard-nosed about everything mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that'd be a fun dynamic with the rest of the because the characters we establish even spider-man noir yeah is kind of goofy you yeah. know what i mean if i have somebody <laughs> that's not having any of it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just trying to get the job done yeah. I, I think would i think these characters would have fun with that character mm-hmm. and you do see you do can't seem having fun with like the be, the no the superman 67 when he's like he's like no you're pointing at me yeah. i'm not i didn't start this you, you did, did. Yeah, it's exactly. so funny uh caitlin conway in the chat says can we talk about how great the bread bit was with peter and mj the way they animated mj by the way she's beautiful yeah. uh, but I love that bit where he's just like I'm, I, can, I finally get it like I can, apo- I can fully apologize for this it's like I didn't get you that bread <laughs> like, it's so it's, it's good. so good it's such a good bit and also uh, another great joke is when like Miles gets to have his awesome entrance new costume everyone's yeah. like super I love surprised love the backstory behind the costume I love that they made Miles an artist mm-hmm. very cool and I love the joke where it's like Miles I'm so dang proud of you do I want kids and like just for like a second yeah. <laughs> and he's he does yeah and it doesn't it doesn't balk things down but no i like the oh, explanation okay. oh uh new dad spider-man i would love to see in the yeah. next one jake that'd johnson cool. and that'd be a great way to get um spider girl uh mayday parker yeah uh that'd be a cool addition as well she might show up in the 
Spider Girl, uh, Spider Woman um, uh, movie. But like, yeah, I love that they made uh, Miles uh, an artist because it reminded me of of Peter being a photographer, which we've kind of lost in more of the recent iterations of Spider Man. And I think it's a cool aspect of the character. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's cool that Miles gets that outlet. Even though, like Peter, he's also very smart, he has an artistic outlet. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. But I also really like that Miles is capable. That doesn't mean he's he can like like Penny how Penny can rewire like a mainframe while being shot at like yeah. he's probably not going to be able to do that yeah. but he can get his make his way around and he is intelligent but like we see in yeah. his schooling like he is a smart kid but he doesn't need to be an absolute genius like exactly. uh, Peter does it's but that doesn't mean he's stupid like he's yeah. he's still very capable and I hope please just adapt that he likes street art. Um, in the comics just give, yeah. give miles that because it. it's it's so cool it's such a cool aspect of this movie and it's so new york it's so like that's the point like yeah. like the spider-man uh ps4 game does a lot to like it's like a really big love letter to new york specifically like yeah. i know there's somebody made a spotify playlist like hey play this when you're playing spider-man it's mm. all like classic music that's just been made from like in new york yeah and this is what this movie feels like so if you want to make the character uh, even more unique. Let him have that in the comics because it's awesome. Do you think we'll uh, they'll get into whole, all the Moreland stuff? Probably, but like okay. I, they might kind of like. I think Phil Lord and Chris Miller could do a lot of good stuff with that story. No, honestly, they could. I mean, Moreland's not one of my favorite villains, but they they are smart enough that they would probably find the stuff that works with the character and kind of like, hey, maybe this other stuff we don't. Do we need the family? The, no, probably not. And also, the Moreland stuff gets really dark and yeah. dour. It's like I don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I did, but you can also have a lot of fun with other animated characters, and I would love more would, cartoon characters. I would in there. love more cartoon characters. I would like uh, something we haven't really explored with all the Spider Verse stuff, and I think I talked about this with you. I can't. I don't know if we did it on one of our shows or not, but the idea if we see all the spider men it'd be cool to see alternate like what if there was a legion of green goblins from multiple universes or mm-hmm. doc ox or you know one of those like or all of them like a whole multiverse of sinister six characters and because look at how creative they got with doc ock mm-hmm. in this one you know what i mean it'd be cool to see the different the different versions and like the uh, miles and his team has to face the ultimate sinister six you mm-hmm. know I would Sinister be down for 666. That. There you go. Oh, 616. There you go. Nerds are happy about that one. Um, yeah, no, I'd be down for that. Also, the Spider Women movie is exciting too because there's a lot of 100%. really cool female uh, spider heroes. And that Jessica really Drew, Jessica Drew, is the biggest one that hasn't yeah. had any mention basically at all. Has Jessica Drew ever been mentioned in stuff like any movie? Because I can't think of any of them. Any of the MCU movies? Or no, any movie. Not really. No, she had her, she had her own animated series for a minute way back in the day. Or did she just have a pilot? I think she had a couple episodes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, big wish list. Uh, Which, uh, by the way, confused me as a kid. She's flying. She's shooting lasers out of her hands. I was like, how's the spiders? Anyway. Yeah. It definitely doesn't make any sense in the comics. Yeah. Um, but I would love Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland making an appearance. And if, I, He's supposed to credit scene. Maybe they're all arguing with each other or something. Yeah, it's just like you pop into one, uh, like just you, or have a sequence when you're running through different universes. That's how you get really creative in the sequel. Yeah. Just a, a, a chase scene through other universes. Like the door scene in Monsters, Inc. Yeah. No. Scooby-Doo too. There's another one. There it is. Oh, wait, actually. Monsters Inc. is better. Okay, I want to pitch something for you. All right. It's post credit scene uh, for Spider-Man Far From Home. Tom Holland's in his room. Animated Jake Johnson Spider-Man pops up mm-hmm. in Peter in live-action Peter's room. 
<laughs> and they have a quick exchange. I wouldn't be upset about that. Yeah, I don't think the MCU would let that fly, but no. I, I'd be into it. Oh, we also haven't mentioned this. The um, the origins for each of the characters when that happened was amazing. When they told like their comic book origins. Yeah. Such a good joke. And telling three at once was so funny. You know a character that was in... So the new... I think it was the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. I haven't caught any of them. They did their own Spider-Verse story. That was the one where Donald Glover played Miles. Uh-huh. Agent Venom was a part of that group. Agent Venom is a character I think we will probably never see in the movies. I think it would be cool to see Flash Thompson as Venom in a, in a potential Spider movie. Get Tony Revolver to do a voice and you could do yeah. that. It would also be funny that. if you got Tom Hardy to voice Venom in one of these movies. Just brief, just like, you know how like as much as Green Goblin's in this movie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, Danny M says, uh, Spider-Man 2099 made my heart uh, smile. He's my fave. Also, he, Danny M literally just joined us from watching that movie. So I'm glad nice. that you enjoyed it so much. Uh, also, the jokes with uh, Times Square, like uh, you have Chance the Rapper, he's got the four in the hat, and you see um, some um, 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 the weekend, like you see like a parodies of that. You see from Dusk Till Sean, which is mm-hmm. my favorite. Mister Tomato Head was one of them, yeah. and there is a Blake Griffin baseball ad, which I'm like, that's hilarious. Because no. you ever read any Blake Blake Griffin's like comedy stuff? He's an extremely hilarious person. He's nice. so so funny, and I'm I hope they asked him or he was on board with this. Like, I mean, obviously he was on board because it's literally like a picture of him but in a That's baseball funny. outfit there's a seth rogan movie in the uh in there oh, i saved a picture i saved a picture so yeah. that because I, I keep forgetting it's a horse's pun oh uh ea's uh hit game for water polo that you can play the action what was uh, uh hold your horses nice. <laughs> hold your horses with seth rogan i'm a big fan of that one. Oh, the red man group there's blake griffin uh noise boys that's <laughs> the uh what's that um Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys, yeah. Yeah, and also a Clone High reference in there from uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Lots of good jokes. Oh, big Sony sign. Would you see that? Planet Inglewood. That's huh, pretty funny. good. They didn't, uh, they didn't mess with the Sony logo. Huh. Mm. Huh. Uh, Baby Showers, the new hit uh, Lifetime show. There's a lot. Peekaboo is the Snapchat. Lots of good ones. Peekaboo is <laughs> real good. Man, this movie makes me so happy. And Danny Boy, thanks for joining us too. But I, I think we're wrapping this up. Any other yeah. final like final any- thought is I'm I'm hoping to see it again maybe sometime this weekend. We got a big weekend. We're going to be watching Aquaman. Oh point. yeah, and you guys can hear our thoughts next week on our show. But I also just want to say other moments. Uh, P- uh, Miles's moment where he takes the leap of faith is beautiful and heartwarming and it is exactly what I wanted from this movie it's perfect yeah. it's absolutely perfect and I'm so happy that it was realized the way it was and the music in this movie you can get the soundtrack now it's very good you can't get the score which is also very good yeah. Prowler's theme in particular is really good because I think uh, my brother pointed this out I think they use some of the uh, motorcycle revving that he has yeah. as some of the sound cues which is re- I love yeah. when people do stuff like that um, but th- go listen to the music that was created for this movie Sunflower I like the way that it was used so much in the movie yeah. it was really so good it's a, it's a great movie go check it out let us know what you think on Twitter mm-hmm. you can hit me up at DJ Talks Trash at Sam Basher for me but at Only Stupid Answers you can got the vowels from Stupid for everything else and OnlyStupidAnswers.com you can go find our merch listen to the podcast but most importantly Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers that's most important because that keeps the lights on in this yeah. place so thank you to everyone who supported us. Also, if you guys uh, contributed to the special offer for the Christmas card, please respond to my email and let me know uh, what picture you guys want in the Christmas card and uh, shipping information so we can get those out. I will put a timer up just so we can make sure we can get these out in time because I want to make sure y'all get it. Yes. All right? That's important. DJ, any final thoughts? Oh, Danny, I mentioned the Stan Lee cameo. It is oh. a uh, It is a uh, really, it's honestly, it's like, don't you stop. To, I know we've, I guess a back, we have a backlog of, yeah. Stanley on green screen 
trash all of them this should be the last maybe avengers endgame if there's one for that yeah but like really After i can't that. think of a better swan song for that yeah also just shout out to steve ditko also passed away this year i know he's not as big a presence in our media as stanley uh, but he does get a cool probably on, on purpose because I, I don't know if he's the most out he was the mo- most outgoing person but like honest to god stanley's amazing you wouldn't have spider-man without steve ditko so shout out to him. also the question also the creeper also a bunch of also blue beetle also a bunch of other characters mm-hmm. so uh both having both of spider-man's creators pass away this year is, is sad but i can't think of a better celebration of their work than this movie also shout out to brian bendis uh sarah pacelli and jason aaron or no i'm sorry jason latour uh and i can't remember the artist that worked on spider gwen but jason latour and, and his they, artist they worked. brought that art style to life yeah in this and that's so, awesome that they were able to do that yeah so all the all the creators that invented all the <laughs> made all these spider-man props to them because sony wouldn't be able to make all the money it's going to make without <laughs> without you <laughs> It was. Uh, it's an amazing movie. I'm going to see it as many times as I can in yeah, theaters 100%. because it's. It doesn't. It doesn't get worse by watching it. I'm loving it more and more every single that's, time. That's always a very special thing because sometimes you love a movie and you'll see it again. And you're like, it's okay. Yeah, and that and that stings. Yeah, but this does not do that. So let me. Perfect. Let us know what you think, uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Excited. Bye-bye. Bye bye.